So, slightly different Babble Bits, because I'm going to purposely host it. Hello, welcome to the Babble Bits, hosted by me. Ryan is here for the ride, because he's got nothing. Got nothing left, I've got Phil. nothing left, Phil. I've got loads. Okay. Well, loads. It's going to be you, then. What's nice is that I can lead straight in with this, because in the last full episode, I mentioned William Buckland. Mm. And I fucked it, boys, because I actually missed out the most exotic thing that he'd eaten. Oh, okay. Now, he acquired a large sum of money with his fucking, I don't know, entrepreneurism and all the other bollocks he was doing. Yeah. And spent out on a mummified heart. Oosh. What, from a human? From a humane. Okay, so... From an Egyptian... So he he delved into cannibalism as well. I mean, I guess it's only yep. a matter of time, isn't it, really? I mean, the dude was fucking mental. Yeah. That's off his head. Anyway, so I just wanted to get that out of the way first. Yeah, That's sure, that. sure. But I also forgot to say uh, uh, something that happened to me, completely unrelated. This is unrelated to that. Put a full stop, dot, move on. Right. I was in the car the other day, and I was driving home, and I noticed a fracas in front of me. Now, there were a group of three younger individuals driving hair dryers or mopeds, as you may call them. Yes. And they were very close to the vehicle in front. Right. And they both turned the same corner. It just so happened to be the same way I was going. And as I turned the corner, the vehicles had stopped. And the chap in the car was now no longer in his car. He was approaching the first mopedian as i'll call them okay and he didn't look happy and he was on the kickoff and he, he basically charged up to this this young lad who was obviously like, i don't know 18 at the most so this dude sure. was a fair size older and bigger right and started with the shovies and the shouting and the rady rady rats so i wound my window down so i could tell what they were saying and at the point i wound my window down the young lad was saying what do you think you're doing you fucking beer 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 and the big one said, you're right up my ass. Implying that the three vehicles, mopedians, were too close. Yes. The youngest guy, the smallest one, who was at the back of the group, said, why the fuck did you slow down so much? Now, during this tartartan that they're having, they're trying to save face because there's now a crowd on both sides of the traffic growing. And there's pedestrians. It's quite a busy spot. Mm. So no one wants to look lesser or weaker. Certainly not the at least 35-year-old man that's shouting at children. Yeah. So he shouts even louder to get his point across. Why he slowed down. (laughs) And this is exactly how he shouted it. I had to slow down. I was going around the corner. What a terrible time for your voice to break. <laughs> like, poor guy, like, trying to be cool about it, and his voice just lets him down at the final hurdle. The best part was... <laughs> one of the lads on the bike, me, and a pedestrian, all repeated it at the same time. <laughs> Corner! <laughs> And the guy oh. just looked around and got back in his car and fucked off. Yeah, of course he did. Oh, it was so funny. Poor man. You'd be uh, devastated, wouldn't you? Road rage is, is not worth it. Don't get out your car. It's going to end badly for you. It will. It will. 
So, with this whole lockdown, stay away from people, blah, 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 situation, mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone else is struggling with this, but we're all not quite seeing our families as much as we'd like. No, not at all. But when we are seeing them, because it's rarer, it's feeling like everyone's a bit more on form and you're having a better time, maybe. I don't know if you've noticed. But the time that I have spent with mine has been a vast improvement on normal. It's no one's wasting time. We're all getting on a good crack and having a good time with each other. Right, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So a few things have happened that I took note of just because it's been amusing to me. Okay. And the first one's with my wife, who told me a story from her being at work. Now, she works uh, in an optician's. I will say no more than that. And someone rang up and he started to request proof of his blindness in one eye. He said, I need proof of it. And she couldn't understand why. So she obviously asked the appropriate questions to find out what it was he was asking for. And he said it so he could send it to the TV license to say that he was blind in one eye. Right. And her snap reaction was to say, why, do you get half off? <laughs> well, because he can only see half the screen. <laughs> I was going to say, why don't you just throw a ball at him and see if he can catch it? Uh, I found out a story about one of my granddad's canes. Remember my uh, my mum's dad who passed sure. away not too long ago. Sure, uh, he he struggled with knee replacements, hip replacements, all that stuff. So he had a, a variety of different canes, sticks to walk. Yeah, one of them was an iron sultan-headed, like oak stick that if you hit you in the shins with it, you'd cry. Yeah, and I later found out, literally this year, probably about three months ago. But he had another one where if you twisted the top, it pulled out a blade. Wow. Like some sort of fucking ninja. So he's like Sherlock Holmes or Michael. He's yeah, wow. very, very Sherlock. Yeah. So he, And the reason he had it was because he, he remained avid that he was going to walk to the shop to get his papers and stuff like that. He wouldn't stop doing that. Mm. As he got older, he felt a little bit more vulnerable as you do. He said, "Well, I need something. If they come up on me, I can defend myself. If they come, like if, a, they, if they attack me, I can stab them all to death." I'm an <laughs> eighty-year-old gangster granddad. Yeah, yeah, wowzers! And speaking of like uh, older members, uh, my, my dad had a birthday. Yes, sixty-fifth birthday. Yes. So I thought, along with my wife, that we would treat him to bits and bobs. And she said, "How about?" some big balloons and stuff like that will jazz up his garden while he's out. Brilliant idea. So I spent the best part of an entire day finding said balloons, getting some helium, blowing up said balloons in the wrong order because they were designed to look a certain way and I just ignored that and made my own thing. But I just had enough helium for these last two huge balloons which I didn't notice I didn't even realise they'd come with all the others right so I'm stressing and I managed to eke out the helium into these balloons eke it out just enough so that they float now they're just floating remember that fact because I didn't as I put them in the car and promptly had the wind steal a group of smaller balloons so I locked the big ones in the boot ran down the road, sprinting after a group of balloons which are now caught by the wind and running away from me, caught the smaller ones, 
took them back to the car, chuffed these to bits, caught the balloons, look at me, saviour of the day, opened the boot, and what happened? <laughs> Goodbye, big balloons! <laughs> As they both take out, take flight out of the boot, I grab one, chuck it down as quick as I can, slam the boot lid, and the other one is hovering. Now, it's hovering. It's just got enough helium to be buoyant. So I start running after it. I take one huge jump. I clap my hands together like I'm trying to kill the biggest fly in the world. And it moves just enough for me to squeeze it away. And it goes about 12 foot in the air and remains there as it travels down the road. I'm still running after it underneath it. There's a string. I might be able to get it. I take about three jumps at the string, and then I just accept the fact that it's now 20, 25 foot above me and rising. Like, you prick! No! And I'm actually stood, you know, near my house. It's a small roundabout. I'm right near that roundabout in the middle of the road, just going, no! <laughs> this big six balloon as it floats away into oblivion. Like, for fuck's sake! Oh, it's an analogy for all our hopes and dreams isn't it? <laughs> a just buoyant balloon <laughs> leaving your grasp <laughs> fuck it yeah, happy birthday dad I know now I don't want to sound like we're too big for our boots but we are frequenting a, a bigger circle these days of people of higher stature uh, one of those people being Dave Benson Phillips yeah and I thought like Dave needs to do more not himself but okay. people need to give him more opportunities so I thought what is, what's Dave good at and he's really fucking good at hosting shows so I've thought of a new show for Dave Benson Phillips to host mm. that not only would he excel at, but also suits him down to the ground. Okay. So we've all heard of Dancing on Ice. Yeah. How about Dancing on Slime? Dancing on Slime with Dave Benson Phillips. Yes. Okay. Let's cast it with 10 celebrities. <laughs> Who would I most like to see struggling to stay You up do like? five, and I'll do five on our ultimate dream, Dancing on Slime. <laughs> we'll go, okay. We'll go one for one. Go on. Um, I would like to throw into the mix a staple entry at various points of the Badminton Podcast, Mr. Chris Akabusi. Oh, brilliant. Okay, yeah, so you, you do one, and then we, the other has to do the pair. So yeah. to pair with Chris Akabusi, I would stick around that uh, era and go Annika Rice Annika Rice coming in there um, my second entry to Dancing on Slime would have to be um, uh, 80s pop sensation Sinita <laughs> uh, Barry from EastEnders oh. the dance of Sinita wait hang on a minute Hang on what? a cotton-picking minute. Huh. Did I talk to you about um, the <laughs> Barry from EastEnders news? No. Oh. Hey, I hit the jingle. God. Hit the jingle. <laughs> <laughs>
it's Barry from EastEnders. Barry from EastEnders. Barry from EastEnders. <laughs> no, no. Where's the news? Where's the, where's the news oh! jingle? Oh, oh! I thought I was making one up. Oh God, you put me on the spot. Um, 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 um. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Barry Man, from EastEnders news. <laughs> um, hang on, I've got to try and find it. Oh. God, I can't believe that I I forgot about this completely. This is the headline. Lots to juggle. EastEnders star Sean Williamson reveals he fathered a secret son with a circus juggler over 30 years ago. Shunned Sean, 54, lovable Barry Evans in the BBC One Soap EastEnders, today reveals he was emailed out of the blue by a man called Gary, who said he was his secret son. And after sending a paternity swab to a test centre in Canada, it was confirmed the 32-year-old is his biological child. Now Sean, who has a daughter Sophie, 22, and son, 20, with his ex-wife, has told how he shared an emotional first meeting with Gary and welcomed him into his family. He said, it's the most frightening but amazing discovery I've ever made. When I found out I had another son, I was stunned. I was shaking and went to meet him. We shook hands, drank together, had some food, played pool, and then had a big hug at the end of the night. He's got the same droopy eye as me when he gets tired or drunk. He's part of my family now. Ah, Which is a lovely ending, but... He's a bit fucking mental, isn't it? Like, he's got an illegitimate child with a circus juggler, number one. I mean, yeah, that's one thing not to run over. Do you reckon when the kid was born, the mother was like, well, I can't call him Barry. So, but (laughs) what could I. Gary? I mean, that's. Gary's pretty close, I (laughs) guess. Gary and Barry, yeah. Gary, son of Barry. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, I think that trumps anything we were going to talk about. It's a great story. Mm. But it's also slightly terrifying, because why didn't Barry know? Well, I mean, maybe 30 years ago, Barry was flagrantly putting it around lots of touring circus acts. Promiscuous Barry. Promiscuous Barry in the circus. Maybe that was his (laughs) MO. Maybe he was just flagrantly going from circus to circus, just spreading his seed amongst any, you know, unwitting people. Juggler. Yeah, a juggler. There's, there's, you know, one of the hippos in the other circus has got a questionably looking child as well. So who knows? Got the same droopy far. eyes as him. Yeah, he's got. The, do you reckon he just? Like, Any time he sees someone with a droopy eyes, like, could that be one of my circus children? <laughs> he's actually got four hundred children. He just went around like fucking random circus acts for the whole of the eighties. Like, yeah, we've been up to Barry. Yeah, man. Well, if you know what Barry has been up to, if you are a circus act that was fucked by Barry from East. Senders, please get in contact at babmacod at gmail.com Promiscuous Barry Promiscuous Barry We're going to play a little game Okay I am going to read a synopsis of a movie yep. to you Mm-hmm. And you are going to guess the title of said movie. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so this is off IMDb. This is a movie with four out of five stars from 137 reviews. Four out of five, 137 reviews. Okay. 
After losing his parents, a priest travels to China, where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first horrified by this new power, a prostitute convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. What do you think the title of this film is? Dinosaur Priest. <clears throat> the Velocipasta. <laughs> oh, that is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my I put it to you, good sir, that we hunt down this movie and we watch it. The Velocipasta. together over some way if we can. <sighs> The Velocipasta. God, that sounds so good. <laughs> Do you have any more? No, but God damn it, I'm going to look for some. Well, I think I think I can do a little segue here. I think. Ooh. Um, just because you you were saying about the reviews and stuff. Um, mm. I actually, I'll give Beaker some credit. Beaker sent me um, something. Beaker's about and. Um, you understand the concept of a Lido? Yes. Right. For those listeners out there, um, if you don't know what a Lido is, it's a big... Um, it's a, basically a big outdoor swimming pool. Yeah, but it's normally a big outdoor swimming pool where everything is outside and it's in a random place. Like It's not necessarily next to water. Yeah, so so I'm looking for places like out just outside of where I am now near Brighton to move to, and one of the options is a place called Salt Dean, and there is a Lido, obviously named the Salt Dean Lido, and right. I've driven past it a few times, and it's a really cool kind of old Art Deco building, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But Beaker sent me some reviews for <laughs> um, for <laughs> Salt Dean Lido. So this is a three-star review on TripAdvisor from someone who's calling themselves Bob Sussex England. Three stars. Lunchtime visit. Never went in the Lido. Saltine Tavern for lunch, pretty average, but certainly cheap. Sandwiches were okay. So he's reviewed something else. It's got nothing to do with <laughs> the Lido. At the Lido, it will be next to it. It will be within the vicinity of. That's but, what the Lido has more than normally. It has like a little bar. No, 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 no. This is the pub that is opposite the Lido that has no affiliation with the Lido. What? This like is, across the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a completely <laughs> separate entity. It's got. It's not like the little place that you can get a beer in the Lido. It's opposite the Lido. <laughs> but Kaza triple eight seventy one wrote a review that said it was a one star review with the headline "Didn't go." This place seriously needs to answer the phone or return messages. It's a hot afternoon in the summer holidays, and we would have liked to visit. We were a thirty minute drive away. I wanted to ring to ask if they had spaces. Rang on and off for four hours. Left two messages. Nothing. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Just fucking drive there. Yeah, just go, You're half you an hour bar. away. It's a public baths. Like, there is no limit. You just turn up. <laughs> then Robert W. left a one-star review that said, 
they haven't updated their lockers. First thing first, make sure you have an old-style pound coin for the lockers. They've yet not updated their lockers for the new ones, despite them ceasing to be legal tender since October 2017. They have a limited supply of Taken, which soon went. Anyone that uses the phrase legal tender is a fucking bellend. Legal tender. Legal tender, right? (laughs) But, but... The greatest review, and you know I've got a bit of a weird obsession with reviews of stuff. One of the best reviews of anything I've ever heard in my entire life. So this is by a user called U7463AD Denise. Okay. Okay. Or Denise. And one star review with the tagline, disappointed. Now, what is it? that this person could be disappointed about. Had a, ba- had a bad day. I book tickets to the dog swim. Now, Hilsey Lido, as a little aside, has events throughout the year where you can go and swim with a dog, or dogs are allowed in the pool. Fine. Right, so you, take, you can take your dog with take you. Take your dog, throw it in, not throw it's it in. Safer than going in the sea. Put, okay. Right. I've booked tickets to the dog swim. I've always wanted to swim with my dogs, not just watch them. After a two-hour drive, I queued up, really excited to, at long last, actually swim with my dogs. I was the first in the queue. We were then told that because of a small amount of dog feces had got in the pool, that humans, humans, could not swim. I find this ridiculous. I knew when I booked that dogs don't wipe their bums, shower, or wear nappies. I'm sure there was already a lot of nasties in the water. I did not have a problem with this. To top it off, they will not refund my tickets in full. Now, number one, I'm pretty sure this person fucks his dog. Right? I'm pretty sure that's that's what's happening. Number two, he openly admits they, I don't know if it's he, she, them, whatever, but they openly admit that they don't mind the prospect of swimming in a swimming pool with a bunch of dog shit floating around. Mm. Number three, why have you always wanted to swim with your dogs? And why have you not just gone in the sea like or a at lake? Long la- just go in the fucking sea. At long last, actually swim with my dogs. Fourthly, first in the queue. So if you're first in the queue, how is it possible that another dog has already shat in the pool? Yeah. You're the first one there. So mm. something is awry. <laughs> And I think what we should do is abandon everything that we know about the babblement and both of us turn into investigative journalists and try and get to the bottom of the dog fucker. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. I I can't say that. The uh, accused dog fucker. The, the dog poo fetishist. <laughs> wants to swim in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got your number. I mean, it does beg some questions, doesn't it? I mean, why long to swim with dogs? 
it's uh, it's very cringy, isn't it? It's creepy when you when you makes me worry. Right. Makes you worry for the good of the dog. Yeah. Imagine imagine him writing this or saying this out loud, but he sounds like this. I always wanted to swim with my dogs. Oh, not just watch him. Really excited. I beg that you stop. (laughs) I don't like it. Do you know what I mean? No dog is safe. I feel dirty. You know what I mean? Oh, go for a shower. Yeah. Just don't 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 shit in it though, because that guy will want to fucking come around and swim in it, bathe in it. Dirty bastard. All right, I'm, I'm going to end it here because uh, I feel like my hosting abilities are now waning. So the last thing I'm going to bring to your attention is that it's finally happened. The JML advert for one particular item, which is ridiculous, has now made it to TV. But it's not JML. Okay. Now, I missed the name of said company. But I know what the product is. Okay. Now, I'm going to set a little task for anyone listening. Please contact us and tell me the name of the company that advertises male anti-chafe undershorts. Right. Because I'm offended by their existence, and I'm offended by the guy in the advert. He's like a new... Uh, what's that fucking insurance company? Go, that's it. Go. He's a new one of them. He's trying to sing a new thing for everyone to go. Oh yeah, that reminds me of the anti-chafe undershorts. Right. Fuck off, man. We don't need more of this shit. We need it to go away. We're all trapped watching the TV and watching our our downloadable services. We don't need it clogged with horrible mind. Possessy bullshit. Go away. So, are you seeing these adverts on terrestrial telly? I'm not sure where it was. I wasn't sure what she was watching. I just walked in the room while my wife was looking at the TV. I looked at the TV. I saw an advert for male anti-chafe undershorts. And he was making a big deal out of it. It was like a 30-second advert. And I wanted to die. A little part of me died inside. Well... I still can't navigate any corner of the internet without someone trying to sell me a uh, a specific testicle razor or shaver. <laughs> like I really? cannot, honestly, mate. I cannot go anywhere, and what I've never. Thinking? Well, that's just the thing. I've never ever searched for a testicle fucking razor or whatever shaver. Like I literally searched once for a beard trimmer. And that was it. And then I bought one and that was it. And then I honestly probably, I would say at least if, if I go on to social media and I'm scrolling through, never for more than sort of 10 minutes, there will be three adverts for ball hair trimmers. My balls aren't even that hairy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, it's not like I have, it's not like I'm looking at it and going, well, fucking hell, maybe I should get one. I don't really need one. But it's just like, I can't, understand what i've done 
to deserve it's, this. It's that <laughs> iPhone facial recognition. It's looking at you going, he needs a ball trimmer. I, yeah, I mean, I, my, I mean, I do use my balls to unlock my iPhone, so maybe that's what it is. Smather him on the Yeah, I, don't, I, I honestly, I don't know what I've done to make the internet think that I need to shave my balls. Maybe they know something I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Who fucking knows, man? But I tell you, I, when I look at them, I don't think they're that bad. They just look like a sort of a... <laughs> They're fine. Like They're a, all good. Like a fucking wattle. Do you know what I mean? It's just Might look like, like a, a wizard. It's just like a. It feels, feels like a wet chamois leather. Do you know what I mean? It's not. <laughs> they're just balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs>